Hey everybody, welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris. Uh, with me today via Zoom from his home studio is Todd. Todd, how you doing? Doing great, Art. Awesome. Hey everybody, just uh, shout out to where you can find us. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can email us at thedivotroom at gmail.com and find our website, thedivotroom.com. Have you been, man? How was your last week? Well, as you know, we played in the club championship for the uh, bums, <laughs> for, formerly of the Broadmoor bums. Now we're just the bums because they closed the Broadmoor. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you play? I know you and I played together on Saturday. Which was a dream. Me, you, Vincent, and, um, oh, God. Mickey, oh, Mickey Short. Mickey, 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 Mickey Two Calves. calves. <laughs> we had a great was, time. It was a great day. I thought it was really good because we did the Great Blue at Heron Lakes on Saturday. Yeah. Which I find to be more difficult than the Greenback. And the last thing I wanted to do was play the greenback on Saturday and then Sunday down the stretch. Yeah. It's have a- some shit go bad because as on Saturday down the stretch, what do you remember 18? I do remember 18. The shit show on 18. So we're all playing pretty decent. And we all, most all of us, this is Mickey too. Yeah. This is Saturday when, when you and I were playing together. Yeah. And an 18 is a 420 yard par four water all the way down the right and in front of the green left is the way to go because it's the 10 fairway. And then there's the parking lot right behind the green. Yeah. With I, some I, ended, I ended up in the 10th fairway center cut fairway. <laughs> and I was between 18 and 10 fairway, Yeah, which was fine. Mickey two calves pumped a couple into the, one of the slews there on the right yep. was was frustrating for the poor guy. And Vincent was in a bunker, fairway bunker. Uh, you went first. Little Tuggy almost goes into the 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 uh, parking lot. Yeah, I uh, I had a weird angle coming in. The way the angle I was coming in at the the green was really kind of was kind of narrow. I mean, it's decent angle coming in but with if you just push it just a todd you're going to go in that slough and so i tugged it just a todd and unfortunately when it hit that uh mound on the left side i was hoping it was maybe going to kick straight or right and it kicked dead left and ended up in a flower bed i pulled a bryson though i didn't yell four i should have yelled four because i actually didn't think it even had enough to even reach the gallery but those guys that were up there um no, I think they half saw of them. Coming. Half of them were shit faced. I <laughs> haven't yeah. paying attention. Yeah, you're being so. generous. I think more than half. <laughs> yeah, the you were four or five over at that point. Uh, I needed a bogey to shoot seventy nine, and so if I would have parted, with shot seventy eight. So I was six over, six over going into eighteen. Which is a goddamn good score for yeah. you're a you're a ten handicap yeah. right your index yeah. is like a ten or something. I was playing really well. I mean, I had a couple holes prior to that that um, weren't all that great. Maybe just one, um, but uh, um, yeah, I was I playing thought, good. My short game I was good. You played brilliantly considering how little golf you play. Yeah, on such a tough golf course under. You know, so, some pressure in 18. There was a pile of people watching 
There was a lot going on. You went into the flower pot. Vincent was right next to you. Yep. I was, I, I tugged it a little bit and I, my, my ball hit a beer pitcher on the ground. Everybody screamed. And it was just like, fuck, here we go. I got to go up to, to that shit show as we all did. And we're trying to get yeah. rulings on drops and everybody's like, oh, do this, do that, do whatever you want. Yeah. So you had a 60 footer for uh bogey. You still played good. And- yeah, I ended up getting a triple in the last hole, which some people can say you choke, but you know, it, it was just a tough break after that second shot kind of kicked. I was just lucky it didn't go B and yeah. have to pump another one. Um, it was just a tough break on that second shot. And then it's, it was just a weird angle coming back. I chunked the chip, and all you're thinking is just don't put it in the water long. Mm-hmm. So I was just hoping just to at least kind of not. I mean, I, I just want to be done. But 81, you know what? Net minus one. Um, still felt pretty good about it going into day two uh, for, you know, I'm, I'm not contending for gross. Well, but, you were second to last group, which was nice to have a late tea time on. But yeah, but Sunday. you, on the other hand, you ended I got up, up shooting, and down from that shit show. You did. Two over. You shot 74, which was fantastic. And you were in the final group and uh, yeah. played pretty well. Ended up, yeah, got, ended up getting the silver, which was fun. Yeah. Um, Gross senior. You, you won the senior division. Yeah, senior club champion. Yeah. Brent McKee was the club champion. He shot seven under, two under, five under. Yeah. And seven under, and I was second at six over. That's, so he shot seven under, and you shot six over in second. God, that guy just kicked everyone's ass. He's a great golfer and a great dude. Yeah, I introduced myself. He seemed really, really nice. So congratulations, Brent McKee. Yep. And congratulations, Todd Newman. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was it, I never felt really nervous except coming down the end when I rinsed on 16 on the greenback to get tied with uh, Pete Pod, but ended up making birdie on 17 and then looked at the leaderboard and saw I had a three-shot lead for the silver. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, – day two, I was uh, – three over going into eight and playing pretty well. I had, I had a triple bogey on three. Um, so to be three over through, uh, or through seven, um, I was feeling pretty good. And then eight and then eight and nine happened. Uh, I pumped one left into the water, uh, just a shit show from there. Um, ended up getting a triple on eight, uh, Pulled one left into the trees, punched out, hit my yeah. It ended up getting a triple on nine, so I went from three mm. over through seven to shooting a forty five on the front. So, God. and just the wheels were off at that point. You're, I I couldn't I couldn't hit the ball anywhere I wanted to. Hey, think about it this way: you just play like Harris English and Bryson DeChambeau. I did, yeah. You know, it isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I ended up firing a ninety one on the second day, and it wasn't like pressure or anything. It just you know, it is what it is. So it is what it is. Yeah. And you had a different group and there was something, some magic with us on Saturday. Just had a really fun group. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we kind of done with the club championships. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, sisters, meet and smokehouse. Yes, sir. Yeah. So sisters, meet and smokehouse and sisters, Oregon on Spruce. 
located out in uh, Central Oregon. So if you're heading out to go play golf in Central Oregon or in Sisters or Black Butte, even if you don't even make it to Sisters, make your way into Sisters to get some good meats, some pepperoni sticks, beef jerky, grab a sandwich, sit down at the picnic table, have a beer, join your friends for a nice lunch, grab some uh, steaks, chicken. They got great ribeyes. They got a great marinated tri-tip. So the best meat in town, Sisters Meat and Smokehouse. You can't beat our meats. I want to put their meat in my mouth. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what? I just want to put it in my mouth. It sounds so good. It is good. It, and and the bigger, the better. I want big steaks. <laughs> big steaks to put in your mouth. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We have actually quite a bit to talk about. There's a big, big week in golf. We had the Women's Olympics. Uh, we had Corn Ferry Tour. It was out in Utah. We had the World Golf Championship FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Uh, the, what was the other tournament? Barracuda or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even watch. Well, I think I think I did watch a little bit of it. But anyways, let's talk Women's Olympics first off. Sounds good. Nelly Corda, gold medal amazing she is uh she's 23 years old she's from bradenton florida uh she's got a sister jessica that also plays golf uh i believe i is believe she good? yeah yeah she's good too <laughs> uh i believe uh nelly uh turned pro five years ago so she must have been 18 uh because yeah. uh yeah it says her rookie year was 2017 so i'm sorry that'd be four years ago her career earnings already are nearly six million dollars uh, 36 wow. career top 10, six career victories, including the 2021 Women's PGA Championship. Dude, she looked solid. I mean, just it is amazing to watch just just the smoothness of these swings these ladies have. That it is phenomenal. Her uh, Lydia Co. Just coming down the stretch. Uh, Lydia ended up getting silver, right? No, she made a playoff she, for the for the bronze for the silver and bronze. Yeah, and she ended up getting bronze. Yep, she lost to Japan. Right. Hey, you know what? You're in Japan. Might as well just give it to them. You know the 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 Corda family. They got a brother also. Yep. And Sebastian, he's a professional tennis player. He is. I actually saw him in Wimbledon. He was playing in Wimbledon, and uh, Sebastian Corda. Yeah. So that family's. Talented. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that whole family in their underpants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know he, what you he, mean. <laughs> he could have. He could have been in the uh, Olympics, but he decided he was getting ready for the U.S. Open. I believe. Oh, could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he. Uh, he's that good. Hmm. Did you watch much of it? I thought, I mean, I, it's always cool to kind of watch the same course that the men had just played. I, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of it. I did get a chance to watch uh, the final round. Um, but, but I feel like I feel like they need to do more of that where the men and women kind of do back-to-back tournaments and play the same course, just kind of get a better perspective. And uh, I think it'd be amazing if the Masters ever decided to do a women's masters. I don't know if that's a possibility. I know they just started up the women's amateur masters, amateur. but yeah, looks entirely different. Yeah. I saw the, the gals play and it was, it was exciting and good golf. Yes. Very I'll tell good you golf. The, 
those girls can putt the fuck out of the ball. And just if the it, irons play. I mean, their yeah. irons are ridiculous. So, yeah, it, it was a fun tournament to watch. I was happy for everybody. I was kind of rooting for Lydia. Yeah. She's got such a great demeanor on the golf course. She's always smiling, and she doesn't look like anything phases her. Yeah, Nellie doesn't smile a ton, She, uh, which I kind of like. I mean, I, every, you know, if you know me, I don't. I smile nope. a lot, but I also just have the resting bitch face. So mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a good tool to have. It's, it's yeah, good. especially when you have probationary firefighters. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. Where's Lydia Ko from? She from New Zealand or Australia? New Zealand. New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. Okay. Yeah, she's a great golfer too. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them play in Oregon Golf Club at the Cambia Portland Classic. Um, yeah, that's uh, this weekend. No, 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 no. This is in September. It's like the second uh, week in September. You might caddy. I I hope so. I mean, if anybody has any any uh, connections out there, I'd love to. I'd love to get a job for the uh, Portland Cambia. Classic can be a Portland classic. I, I should probably Something get it like right that. if I'm going to work there. But either way, I'd love to go up there for a day or two and, and just watch them play up close and personal. So I'm assuming all those ladies are going to be there. So do I get in trouble for calling them ladies or is it women? No, you're fine. Okay. Because it's the LPGA, right? Ladies Professional Golf Association? Yeah. Okay. It has been Not for the years. WPGA. Right, yeah. right, right, right. You're going to caddy. I'm going to try and get some girls to stay here. If somebody yeah. needs a, in a place. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I have Can you a imagine feeling. that shit show. They're trying to get some rest and <laughs> Moses is running around barking and shit and their clothes are all covered in white fur. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, it's free though. <laughs> it is free. I'm sure they've probably stayed in places that, you know, are probably close to that. You got a nice place back there, though. It's nice and cleaned up. It's tidy. I'm sure the women would probably be just fine with it. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than the terrorists running around the house and yeah, making them exactly. all dirty. But. <laughs> all right. Cord Ferry Tour was uh, out at the uh, Utah Championship uh, presented by Zion Bank. Zion's Bank. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, Josh Creel won Redemption two years ago. He was, yes, two years ago, he was in a playoff with Christopher Ventura and he ended up losing on the first hole of the playoff on number 10 out there. Uh, this year he ended up sinking like a 40 foot putt for birdie on 18 to go ahead by two and solidify his, his, uh, his win. It was amazing. Getting her done. That's awesome. He is just a solid, solid dude. I've had the experience to caddy in the same group with him in some practice rounds and just a solid, solid individual from Wyoming went to central Oklahoma, uh, his caddy. Um, he, I believe if I get the story right, he used to be a firefighter and, uh, oh, wow. yeah. So he's been caddying for Josh for a few years and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Tim, Tim McKay, I think is, is his name, but, uh, yeah, just a good solid, uh, team there. And Josh pulled it out. Super, super happy for the guy his first Corn Ferry Tour win. And there is a uh, tradition. There's the, the truck, the kind of the operations center for the Corn Ferry Tour. They park on site and they have a cooler 
in there. They call it great white. You can open it up and there's some ice cold beverages in there and they have the winner of each tournament signs the, the cooler and then they auction it off at the end of the year, or they might present it to like the, the tournament of the year. I can't remember how, how they take care of that, but it's, it's cool. Those guys love the truck. Those guys love the great white signings. So it's, uh, it is one of those kind of moments that you just kind of hope that you get, and uh, they film it and they put it on Twitter and it's it's awesome. And then you saw Josh walking around with his his uh, crystal bowl that he just won and it's got filled with beer and he's just drinking out of it. Dude, it's fucking awesome sight. So super happy for the guy. So uh, he's played in thirty six events. Just that seems like a yeah th- this year. Yeah, guess how much money he's made. Well, does that include yesterday? Yes, I believe so. Uh, so he pro- he probably won about two hundred grand yesterday. So my guess is he's he's probably made two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Two fifty nine. Yeah. Nice. Uh, wow. So he just got pushed up in the point standings. I think he's thirty sixth now. Thirty two. Thirty two. So he's got to he's got to still play well in Omaha this week to get his secure his PGA Tour card. But you know what? That win he just secured a job for next year, so he'll be on the Corn Ferry Tour full status next year with the win. With the win, and he will be in the playoffs because the top seventy five make the playoffs. So if he doesn't secure his PGA Tour card in Omaha this week, then he will make the final three events that. They give out another 25 PJ Tour cards through those three events. The top 25 people from those three events get their PJ Tour card as well. However, you do have a lot of the people coming back from the PJ Tour playing down to try to secure their card. All the, I think everybody out of the top 125. Yeah. This is exciting. It is. So uh, we just secured an interview with Josh Creel. Champion of yeah. Utah, uh, Utah Championship. I contacted him on Twitter. He DM'd me his contact info. So I'm going to get in touch with him this week. Maybe we can secure an interview. Uh, I know he's busy this week, but I'll, I'll, we'll get we'll get a time lined out. And uh, who knows? We might be talking to him this time next week, and he'll be a PGA Tour member. So uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. So I'll contact him this week, and we'll figure it out logistics, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it. So it'll super exciting. I mean, you know, we just had Tim Tucker last week. We're still coming off of that high. And now we got Josh Creel lining up. So big deal for the divot room here. For sure. And our other number, our, our other guy here in the divot room, another friend of the show, we hope Abraham answer. Yeah. God damn it. I didn't even pick him. You know, I'm, I'm pissed. I well, mean, he was in my him. alternate. You know, as Homa or Answer, and I went with Homa, and Answer ended up winning. But I'm super happy for this guy, too. WGC FedEx St. Jude's Invitational winner. First PGA Tour win. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while coming, and it, I don't understand why you didn't pick him every week, because he was due to win. He was due to win. I don't know either. You're such an idiot. Well, I want to make money off the jar, and you know, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm such an idiot. What would have really I've, sucked, though, had you picked him? Oh, and I God. did right, and I tried. I tried to, <laughs> to block you, cock block you, but I didn't. Yeah. So, anyways, super happy for the guy. He's, you know, he won the Australian Open a couple years ago, maybe three, four years ago, and uh, clearly a 
a contender in the President's Cup. I mean, took on Tiger Woods in a great match. I got, agree. Got beat by Tiger Woods, but who hasn't? You know, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Abraham, answer. Congratulations to you. I uh, also want to give a shout out to Seth Reeves of the Corn Ferry Tour. He secured his PJ Tour card with a T five finish this week in Utah. Uh, Nick Jorgensen wow. is on his bag. Nick and I have met a few times and have stayed in contact, and and just super happy for those guys and. And uh, super happy for Nick. Hopefully, uh, Seth will just continue that relationship with Nick and take him to the PGA Tour. So we'll see him out there next year. Sweet. Anything you got, Todd? I got some Ryder Cup standings I'd like to kind of talk about. But uh, if you yeah, have any- let's talk about the Ryder Cup standings. All right. So I've got in my hand right now. I've got the current U.S. team rankings. I'm not going to go through everything. What qualifies you for these standings or what the point rankings are i'm just going to go through um so right now they have a rolex clock countdown 40 days 18 hours 14 minutes until the Ryder cup colin morikawa is number one number two is yep. go go ahead do you have any comments yeah, the, the, these these first six guys you're you're gonna name yeah they automatically qualified Correct. So they're in. Well, I believe Colin Morikawa is the only one that's actually automatically qualified. The rest of them are in the top six. The top six, when they're done with qualifying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, But I think Colin Morikawa has already secured his spot with his points. Yes. So Colin Morikawa is in, for sure. He's the number one guy. Uh, DJ is number two. Number three, Bryson DeChambeau. Number four, Brooks Kepka. Number five, Justin Thomas. Number six, Xander Shoffley. So those are the top six that if if it ended today, those six would be in for sure. Then you would have your captain's picks. So number seven is Jordan Spieth. Number eight, Harris English. Number nine, Patrick Reed. Number 10, Daniel Berger. Number 11, <laughs> number 11 <laughs> Patrick Cantlay. Number 12, Tony Fino. And the team's made up of 12 people, correct, Todd? Oh, God. I'm pretty sure it's 12. So you yeah. got you got your top six, and, the, and then I believe they have six captain's picks. Yeah. Uh, God, we can be I, – I should have done better research. But I'm pretty sure that there's a, a team of 12. Um, so then 13, 14, 15 is Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Jason Cockrack. Uh, then we got Billy Horschel, Sam Burns, Phil Mickelson, Max Homa, and Will Zalatoris running out the top 20. Yeah, those are those are just some great picks. So let's just say you're the captain today, as it stands, Todd, and you got those six guys. Who who at who in that next set? So seven through twelve, you got Spieth, English, Reed, Berger, Cantlay, Fino. Who are you leaving out to go down the list or to find other people? All right, so it is it is twelve. Okay, six automatic <clears throat> qualifiers, six captains picks. So as it stands now, Spieth. Full show. Okay. Harris English, he's he's won a couple of times. He almost won three. Okay. So he's on there. Captain America, because somebody's got to play with Bryson. You gotta you gotta put Patrick Reed in there. I don't care if he's, you like him or not. He's just he fucking he loves that format. You, he if, kicks you, ass. you gotta win. We're going for yep. the win. We gotta have Patrick Reed in there. I sorry, fans of the show. I you gotta have him in there. So then I'm going to I'm going to pick a few people. I'm going to I mean skip. I'm going to kick I'm going to skip the Furberger. I'm going to 
skip Cantley. I'm going to skip Tony. I'm going to, well, maybe Webb. But then I like somebody like Scheffler and then Filbert Nuts. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. I think uh, I'd pick Spieth. Spieth is in for me. Reed is in for me. Cantley's in for me. And then I have three other picks. So I would pick Scheffler. I would pick Phil. And I'd probably give it to Zalatoris. Interesting. He's got a fussy back, though. Yeah, I I just, you know, the Over way Max that... Homa? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Max is kind of... I think both of them had a good, solid beginning of this of 2021. So I think Will Zalatoris would just kind of bring a different energy and just a different... I don't know. I think it would just be different. You know what I mean? I think... Mm-hmm. You need, although Max Homa, I mean, he'd bring the same sort of excitement and his caddy's a stud. Uh, so I, yeah, it's tough. You, there's so many Americans you can't go wrong with, you know, yeah. but I think Scheffler would be good. You got to have Phil in there. And I think Phil would be just that good dynamic that, you know what, in the team room, if Bryson and Brooks just start duking it out, you got to get Phil in there to, to referee that shit. Cause nobody else is going to. Well, and to put down wagers first. Yeah. Who's going to win? Yeah. But I'm really I'm really hoping that I think it'd be funny. You know, we did hear Tim Tucker say that, that Bryson will probably be paired with Patrick Reed, which you know, easy team to hate, right? And and that yeah. could that could stir some cool energy if if they end up pulling it out and winning. Uh, but I think Brooks and Bryson, I think that would kind of stir some energy too. I, I don't know, man. I think, I think we're in, in for an exciting Ryder cup. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Anything it's else gonna, out there? It's going to, it's going to take Bryson. I mean, it's how many people have won the U S open and just are vilified as much as Bryson. Oh, <sighs> I mean, it's just, it seems like you know, How, when you win a major, you, you kind of elevate yourself to the next level. Everybody's happy for you. There's, they, they root for you. And people are just giving him shit he, through his, his own mouth. His just, he keeps running his mouth and he's, he's just kind of made his bed and it just keeps getting worse. So go into that a little bit. What, what well, did he say this week in particular? Well, they, they they asked him again about getting the vaccine, not getting the vaccine. And this is, you know, right before the last tournament that he fucking shit the bed in, which we'll go into. Yeah. But he said, quote, the vaccine doesn't necessarily prevent it from happening. <clears throat> I'm young enough. I'd rather give it to the people who need it. I don't need it. I'm a healthy young individual that will continue to work on my health. I don't think taking the vaccine away from someone who needs it is a good thing. My dad is a perfect example. He got it early on because he's a diabetic. People like that need to get it. My mom got it. I don't want to take away that ability. Interesting. We have enough vaccines for everybody in the entire world, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, last I checked, you're not taking it away from anybody. You're just saving the lives of others. For him to admit that it was a mistake not to get it would show that you you're, you have that empathy and, and, and humble. Like if he'd have gone out and said, you know what? 
I do regret getting the vaccine. I did a little research and I found out there's plenty. I also found out that you can still get the COVID, which he acknowledges. But when you get the vaccine, you have a better chance of not spreading it. Yeah. And and by saying these things, I think somehow it would make him look more empathetic. But he doesn't want to, in my opinion, show weakness. He just doubled down every time, whether it's I love it when people call me Brooksy. Remember that? He said it was flattering. Tim yeah. Tucker fucking hated it. I mean, you don't say those things. Say, yeah, it is a little bit annoying, you know, and I, I've, I've done it to myself. You know, he had people kicked out of tournaments. He just does not have that ability to say, shit, man, I was wrong. I'm learning and I'm going to do better. And he just keeps fucking it up. And until he does that, he's going to be one of the villains. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think we've had a bigger villain in golf, have we? Ever? <laughs> no. And for for a this guy should be celebrated for hitting bombs and for winning majors and doing what he's doing and being innovative. So he's, yeah, I, I'd love to go back and uh, you know Patrick Reed was close. I would say. Um, but Patrick Reed's probably thanking Bryson just about every week for taking the, you know, right. God, taking the limelight off him. But yeah, I'd like to go back and just kind of maybe the villains of, we did do, oh, we did the rivalries. Um, but, you know, and, and somebody, a friend of the show, um, one of our international listeners from Amsterdam, she emailed us and she was wondering who the, who the women's version of Patrick Reed is like, who's, who's the women's villain. And I, I'm not all up on the, the personalities on the women's side. Um, but I'd love to find out. I don't know if there's any women over there that have a reputation of cheating or if there's some women over there that just say some stupid stuff like Bryson, but it just seems like right now, it, we've got some cool storylines going on and just some, just some villains. I mean, I think it's good. I've, I mean, it's not a bad thing to have these kind of personalities out there. No, I agree. And just off the top of my head, I cannot think of any girls that like to just fuck up as much as Bryson does. Most of them are pretty polished about, you know, speaking and, staying out of the limelight. I know that uh, Suzanne Pedersen, she's kind of been a hothead on the golf course and she's a, she's a gamer. So that, you know, when the, the ladies play the uh, Europeans in the Solheim cup, she's one of those, you know, I think she got into it over somebody putting before somebody else made him re putt it. So she's a little bit of the uh, European villain, but as far as people just doing stupid stuff, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, at least it doesn't get the headlines like like the men do sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, there's been some girls that are notoriously slow, but they've been good about penalizing people for slow play. Anything else on Bryson? No, that's it. Talk about him all day. Should podcast? Well, we're going to when we review the FedEx. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Uh, we just went over it. Abraham answer one. Uh, Harris English. Uh, should we talk about Harris English blowing his lead first? Oh, geez. So early on, Harris had a five-shot lead. Yeah. 
Like yeah. Abraham answer was minus 15. Harris was minus 20 or 21. Bryson was minus 18. Those guys had it won. And then Her- what happened? Well, Harris, uh, he blew it. He shot uh, plus three in his final round and with the 40 on the back nine. That's not going to get it done on the PJ Tour. You can, you don't shoot 40 on the back nine and win. 33-40 or something? Uh, well, he was plus three, so I think it was par 70, wasn't it? So 30. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sam Burns, Hideki Matsuyama both played really well in their final rounds. They had minus six for Sam Burns and minus seven for Hideki. They both got into that playoff with Abraham Manser. That was a good playoff, man. I didn't watch the playoff. I was kind of paying attention to stuff on my phone, uh, but it looked like uh, Abraham Answer birdied the second hole, right, to win. And Sam Burns, I believe, had a close putt that kind of lipped out just. Mm. So, yeah, it was the second playoff hole, I believe. Yeah. And Sam Burns and Abraham Answer both just pumped him down the center of the fairway and had little wedges in their hands. And they both, Abraham hit it to, I want to say, seven feet, and Burns was maybe five and a half, basically on the same line. Hideki almost made his, uh, you know, 10 or 12-footer, but lipped out. And then Abraham Answer rolled his in right in the middle of the cup. And so Burns, that's left to right, you know, I just watched it. And he pushed it or didn't hit it hard enough, and it lipped out. Abraham answered, "Booyah!" Nice. What about so what the, about Bryson? Or uh, yeah. So so Bryson and Harris were in the last group, and the the front nine was kind of a disaster for them. They were just hanging on by a thread, and they got put on the clock. Oh, I did and hear this about is, this. And this was right after Bryson hit one like by a green out of bounds fence. So they had to pull out the string to see if any part of his ball was in bounds. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. I love it when they pull out the string. Oh, and, and <laughs> if, when this is happening to you or in your group and you know you're behind, it is oh, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? So, so, so wait for a rules official. Yeah, go ahead. Bob. Right. Uh, I was just going to say, let's talk about this ruling for a second, because. You pull the string between the stakes, right, to try to figure out whether the ball's in or whether the ball's out. Can the ball be touching any part of that line? So if the if you're on an out-of-bounds line, if any part of your ball is inbound, so nine-tenths of your ball could be out-of-bounds, but as long as one little bit is touching the inbounds, you're in. And that's why a lot of times they'll spray paint a white line between those those stakes so that it's just easier but sometimes they just have stakes and you got to go down the line and man when you're playing for millions of dollars it's like well go get the official and go get the string yeah yeah those rules officials they get over there pretty quick and and you know uh i I believe that wasn't just the what took as long i believe what also took long was he not only was he in by a dimple of his golf ball but then he was able to get relief from that fence correct he was able to get relief from the fence, then a relief from a cart path, right. and then relief from something else. So he got a good good ruling. He got a good break, and he fucked it up and ended up making, I want to say, a double or a triple. Yeah. Jesus. And so then the rules officials goes, hey, guys, 
you're on the clock. And so Harris English was just like, damn it. And the wind was swirling and they go to this par three. I think it was 11 or 12. And he, he wanted to take more time, you know, wait for the right wind and did and rinsed. And then Bryson gets up there. So there's water over the hole too. There's water in front, there's water to the right, there's water over. Bryson hits it, back of the green goes in the water. They both make a double. See you, the golf tournament's just slipping out of their hands. Yeah. And uh, gosh, that hole was a toughie for Siwoo Kim also. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. What happened uh, to Siwoo? Well, on that same hole, he set a new PGA course record on a par three. <laughs> I'm he guessing it wasn't a good record. What did no. he fire on that par three? He, he got a 13. Dude, and you just commented last week about you're going to pull, you'd pull Siwoo Kim and get a 12. No, Sung Kang. Oh, Sung Kang. Gosh, you Sung know Kang. what? Sung Kang, Siwoo, Sung Jae. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't fuck it up. No. So, Siwoo si Kim. Siwoo Kim. So he hits his, his drive or, you know, his T ball from the par three rinses goes to the drop area hitting three rinses hitting from the drop area rinses he's now hitting seven hits from there again rinses he finally hits it on and uh two putts for a 13 oh gosh it's a fucking beauty i saw do you just walk funny... off at that point <laughs> jesus trunk so, slamming uh he he finished. I think he shot a 78. Wow. I mean, I make a 13 on a par three. I just fucking shot a 97. <laughs> it's because the next hole, you're going to get an eight. And then you're probably, I mean, it takes us a while to get back from that. God. Those guys. It was only 155 yards. Anyway, he, he set the new record. And I saw a hilarious meme. It showed him kind of superimposed in the water holding a bag of balls i mean jesus i think it was five marbles in the in the drink poor bastard oh man that is poor bastard dang all right you got anything else from the uh fedex st jude's uh invitational no i think that's it let's review our picks okay so you pick Jordan Spieth, T12, Brooks Kepka, T54, DJ, T10. And your alternates were Louie, who stays in T17, and Rory McIlroy, T12. Mine were Morikawa, T26, Bryson, T8, Homa, T51, Abraham Answer, champion, he won, JT, T26. You got one in the top 10 by a, you know what, uh, and Jordan Spieth in top 25, so you win five bucks. Net two, because you have to put three back in the jar. Yeah. And I got one in the top 10, so I broke even because I won $3 and then put it right back in the jar. There was no cut. <laughs> there was no you cut. You owe me $2. So. You did worse. <laughs> I owe the jar $2. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you want to borrow some money? The jar owes you $2. You can get it when you're in here next time. Uh, so you're one of your buddies on it, Facebook is like Todd's picks are stupid or <laughs> yeah. are boring. Yeah, and that was and my she, cousin. Oh, yeah, she she's a fan of yours. He and I, you know, I admitted 
I wasn't really prepared because we had been just gotten off the Tim Tucker. So I just went favorites. Yeah. And it worked out. I mean, I made a little bit more money. I believe he said your picks were vanilla, which was which it? Sp- was it speed? Is his name Angie Kelly? Oh, it was Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Kelly Lynch. So he uh, he grew up same same time I did. He played for Oregon City. I played for Westland. Played junior golf together, and uh, yeah. So he knows what he's talking about. But he uh, does he. Does he live in town? I mean, if he, Oregon City, we're both West Lynn alums. We should take on that. Yeah, we could do Son like the match from we, the we, Pioneers. We should get have him get a somebody. I, he he worked out at Oswego Lake Country Club. So when you brought up the Brent Murray was going to the senior uh, senior open, uh, I think Brent Murray was the pro at Oswego Lake Country Club back when we were caddying there. Oh no, so, kidding! Yeah, Kelly worked for Brent Murray for for quite quite some time Does out there. Ke- does Kelly live in town? No, he lives in the Bay Area. Huh? But next time he's in town, we'll we'll yeah, set we'll up the match. Play. Yeah, we'll set yeah. up the match. Maybe we can get him to get one of his old uh, teammates from Oregon City to. We can have some sort of match between you and I and Kelly and somebody else from Oregon City. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So, anyways, he said your picks were vanilla, but come on, man, Spieth, Kepka, DJ. Yeah, kind of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of vanilla. You know, you throw in yeah. a Rory or Ustazen into the, and take one of those three out, and then maybe we got something going. But I'm gonna do better, Kelly. <laughs> I'm gonna be more exciting. There you go. All right. Well, let's get into it. We got the Wyndham Championship this week. Uh, this is not the first tournament of the playoff, correct? The playoffs start the week after this. That is correct. The FedEx Cup playoffs, which is a uh, the season-ending tournament. So they wanted to create something because after you know the the last major, which was the PGA in the olden days, yeah, there was nothing. It was like the silly season. Why people weren't showing up at tournaments? So. They created this thing called the FedEx Cup, where there is seventy million dollars up for grabs. Yeah. Woo! So, so those last three events start next week, and uh, yeah. so if you make it into those, I believe you secure your PJ Tour card too, right? Because the top one twenty-five get in, and the top twenty-five yes. keep their their card. Anybody so below. Anybody yeah, below there's a that? Bunch of people that are like Adam Scott is 126 right now. Yeah, he's got to he's got to get a. I don't know if making the cup gets you a point. Maybe it probably gets you a point, but you know when you're on the cut line like that, you gotta you don't want to miss it because he's he's made it every year that he's played. I think he'll keep he'll keep some sort of status. So it's not like we're worried about Adam Scott not playing on the PJ Tour anymore, but. So you don't want your season to be over. No, you don't want your season to be over. But you know anybody outside that top twenty-five gets uh, goes back down to the Corn Ferry Tour playoffs, and then hopefully secure their card there. So if they want, if they want, yeah. I don't. I don't see Adam Scott doing it. Adam Scott. He'll. He'll. What he'll about want. Ricky Fowler? He's on the outside looking in. Ricky Fowler, I believe, probably has enough. Uh, he has enough status too. I mean, champion yep. status. I, I don't. I don't see because those he, guys going down and playing. He'll get. He'll get sponsors exemptions. He's got champion status. He'll be able to play in events. He just. He, he just might not be able to pick and choose like he. You know, whatever. When Ricky Fowler is good through twenty twenty three because he won the the unofficial 
fifth major, the TPC, three yeah. or four years ago. Well, there you so go. I guess you get a five-year exemption if you win that thing. So There you go. But still, you want to just keep playing. He yeah. hasn't played good, and you want to keep playing. Yeah. So those are a bunch of guys. Those and they guys, might be on my radar today. Yeah, they are definitely going to be playing hard this weekend at the Wyndham. So Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina, par 70. Yardage is about 7,100 yards-ish. Uh, the designer? Bob Ross. <laughs> the painter. Some happy little trees over here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if Bob Ross actually painted some golf courses. Like he'd be so. Calm. He, he was the inspiration too. Oh yes, such a happy little tree over here. <laughs> Let's just put a little happy bunker over here. Mm. Let's have so some good. friends over here. He'd be like you know he'd have his squirrel in his hair. He's got pet squirrels and stuff. There so. would be no red stakes. Yeah. There'd be no white stakes. No, unless uh, they were pretty. But yeah, no. uh Bob Ross did not uh, design this course, but his brother, uh, Don Ross, did design this course. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding, brother. Yeah, brother. uh, Yeah. uh, You know, there might have been a falling out, so they might not actually identify as brothers, but uh, but we'll we'll just call him that. Defending champ. Who's the defending champ, Todd? Friend of the show. Ish. 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 Yeah, Jim. I saw that Jim Herman. Jim Herman, Hermy, go Hermy, defending. Are you going to pick him this week? No. Yeah. No. Are you? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. What do you got on on this tournament? This course? Anything? I don't really. I don't know if this is the first year they've had it there. It probably isn't. But I don't. I've never heard of Sedgefield Country Club. Do you know what state it's being played in? I just said Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, I guess I should open up my ears. Maybe you Sorry. should listen to me. So it's a Bermuda grass, and it's shortish. Bermuda's tough. Can be. Just like those guys from the South, they're all used to that shit. They come out here and play on the Poana, and it's, you know, it's they have different. trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Grainy. Yeah. The grass is grainy. All right, so we've got we've got. Uh, I'm picking first. Is that right? Yes, sir. You certainly are. And and I've taken snapshots of of these uh, um, the favorites. And I'm oh Ricky Fowler. There he is. I'm not going to pick him first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? I am. I'm going to go Ricky Fowler. Oh, I love it. Because he's got a lot to play for. Because, yeah, like you I said, like these that. guys want these guys want to get in the playoffs. Even though he's got his PJ Tour card for next year, these guys aren't just going to roll over. There's a reason he's playing it this week. So, Here I'm going to take the I'm going to take the heavy favorite, Weber. Weber Weber Simpson Weber. All right, I'll take Zalatoris. Good one. Okay, I'm gonna since you played you picked a guy that's playing for his playoff life, I'm gonna pick somebody that's playing for their playoff life. Rory Sabatini from Slovenia or Slovakia. How about that one, Kelly? Is that <laughs> I don't think Kelly likes Rory Sabatini either. Is that spelled with two B's or one? 
Two Bs. Okay, I just I'll, I'll spell it with one, and then I'll write a little. There we go. In case we see a picture on on social media, just understand it. <laughs> exactly, Rory Sabatini, dude. That's such a. Uh, that kind of drives me nuts that you just picked Rory Sabatini. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. You picked somebody that was fine for their life. I mean, Rory is. I believe he, if he doesn't make it in the 125, he will have to go to the Corn Ferry Tour or the Corn Ferry Playoffs. I think like he'll be there week. for sure. He'll be Which there. Which he'll do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He likes playing golf. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll go down to to that. Yeah. Uh, so we've got like Hideki. We've got Louie. Louie's a good pick. We got Cockrack. I'm just going to skip over Patrick Reed. Uh, we got Harmon. M. Henley, Kim, Nah, Fleetwood, Woodland, Seamus Power. Wow, he's up there. Uh, I'm going deep. I'm going to go deep. And uh, Sepp Straka. <laughs> no, I'm going Chris Kirk. Oh, nice one. Who are you going? Harold Varner's out there. Joel Damon's out there. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big time. Also, I'm gonna take somebody like if you saw this group, you're not. You're like, um, I'm gonna play this thing with somebody else. I'm gonna take Kevin Nah. <laughs> oh God. Hey, I like it. He's a he's a gamer too. Forty to one. Yeah, he's a gamer I, too. He wants to get on the Ryder Cup team, so he's got to win. I'm going. Uh, my first alternate is going to be Louie Oosterhazen. Lucky Oosterhazen. Good day, mate. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to take a Hideki. Matsuyama. Oh, man. We we got some potentials for some COVID outbreaks out there, so I I better I better yeah North Carolina. You better not pick somebody from the South. I'm gonna pick Cockrack just just because, and it's fun to say his name. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, my second alternate is gonna be Kramer Hickcock. Can you can you spell that for me? H I C K O K. Oh jeez, I just lost it. C K H I C K O K. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. And Kramer has a K, so he's another one with three Ks in his name. That's so cool. It is cool. You got cock rack and I have hick cock. <laughs> if we could have like where we could have three picks. Um, uh, where we had three players with three K's in their names, that'd be amazing. <gasps> this just in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just check this out just to just to confirm. Because way to do your fact checking, well, because last just thing came, we want to do is start making shit up. It just came in via Twitter. And so I'm I'm going to try to see if this is official or not. But somebody just said that Patrick Reed just WD'd from the Wyndham. Mm, what happened? 
Anti-Patrick Reed Legion. P. Reed, W.D., LFG. LFG. I don't know what LFG means. L, L. But it looks like left, maybe... Uh, left for good? I don't know. <laughs> but it looks like Patrick Reed might have just WD'd. I wonder if he had the dirty COVID. He might have had the COVID. Let's see what they have on their website here for the leaderboard. Should have the new... I don't believe... No, no, no. It's, if, if The next portion, if somebody WD's <clears throat> out of the FedEx playoffs... They don't let anybody else in. This isn't a playoff, though. Nope. So this somebody's going to get in. He just know. yeah. So, somebody will get in the tournament, but I don't see him on the leaderboard here. So here he, you have he, it. WD'd. Wow. He probably didn't need to play anyways. Maybe he got the COVID. More to yep. come. More to come. We'll follow up on it for next week. Yeah. Todd, I've got my bandon shirt on. I love it. I love it too. Speaking of Bannon, uh, we want to give a shout out to Loop, Loop Transportation, Tim Tucker's new company. We got, uh, he's got two buses now, probably. He's probably on his way out to uh, Pennsylvania to pick up his second bus. But go to bandonlooptransportation.com. It's civilized golf transportation, bandonlooptransportation.com. You can have this bus. You can book it. You can. You and seven of your friends can take this bus down to Bandon and ride in luxury. You got eight captain's chairs, heated, air-conditioned, massage chairs, reclining. You got a full bar. You got a full bathroom. You got TVs. It's the way to go. Can't wait. Ah, it's going to be amazing. What do we got for Ding Dong and Trunk Slammer? My ding-dong is Bryson DeChambeau just doubling down on dumb stuff coming out of his pie hole. Yeah, there you go. I can't remember who said it, but somebody during the club championship we were playing, they're like, yeah, that should that should be your ding-dong or the week. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Can't remember who they were talking about, but it was pretty funny. So, uh, well, somebody, somebody uh, Bruce Morgan, friend of the show, we always give Zinger the ding dong of the week. And he's like, I kind of like Zinger. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Bruce, that's fine. You know, as a player, he was good, but he just opens up his mouth and says a lot of stupid shit. Bruce was your buddy that came out to caddy, right? Yep. Yeah. A friend of the show. He was funny. Cause you're like, Hey, Hey, you got to meet Bruce. So Bruce came out and, and introduced myself. And then a- after the round, we were all sitting down having beers. He's like, Hey, Chris, I got, I got to be honest with you. I was a little starstruck when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So awesome. I told my kids that. They just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, Dad. Oh, Dad. Uh, so funny. All right. Do we have a trunk slammer besides me on Sunday? No. Tailgate slammer? No, I was I, I got to th- think it's it's probably Siwoo See? Kim. It's got to be. I, After 13, went- you slam that trunk hard. Yeah, he's like, fuck. I, <laughs> why can't I get the ball on the golf course? If I would have just gotten I, a par, I would have shot 10 shots better. <laughs> there was almost 40 dudes that played in the club championship, and there's a lot of water. I was like, I want, and we've got some guys with some higher handicaps, some 26ers. I wanted to see if anybody got a fucking 13. Nope. Nope, nobody got a 13. So. 
You got Jim Herman on the TV behind you. What's he talking about? Is he talking about the pit money? Oh, probably not talking about coming on our show. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Jeez. What a ding dong. Maybe we'll just give uh, Jim Herman the ding dong of the week also. Just yeah, I love it because he ignores us. I am still trying to give a shout out to Andres Gonzalez, but he's kind of gone radio silence on Twitter for the last few days. So uh, I don't think he's going to be making the Corn Ferry Tour uh, playoffs, but dang it. We'll see. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He, yeah. Anyways, well, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep trying, but we got Josh Creel, so I'm going to get in touch with him. So hopefully good things to come. Uh, and, and, and Gonzo, man, it's come on the show. I, I know it's be hard to come on and say, hey, how's your game? But we're not, you know, we just no. want to talk about golf, man. Yeah. You, it's. Yeah. You're a good personality. Hurts, yeah. We want to just hang out, chit chat. If something hurts, some man, I get it. So we'll talk yeah. about something else. Or you don't have to come on the show. Let's just go play some golf, hang out, drink yeah. some rain ears. Love it. You got anything for good of the order here, Todd? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad we're wrapping it up because I'm I'm going to play with a bunch of old fucks at Easy Easy Moreland. They got a skins game. Play from the whites. Nice, nice. And 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 I, I gonna take them for, I'm an old fuck too. You're going to take them for everything they're worth. I have a good feeling about so. that. I hope so. Nice. Look out, greyhounds. Nice. All right. Everyone, be good humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone, have a great week. <laughs> even though he's not playing except for Patrick Reed. <laughs>